So living ageless and awareness. Um, we get to write our own story. So let me start by saying that. And whatever that looks like, because I think somewhere along the line, we get told that we have to be a certain way and we have to do things a certain way. And then when we deviate from that, we get scolded by either an external or it will be ourself that will do it. So in another life, I was a construction site supervisor. And in that interim, I met a lot of people with different religious beliefs. And um, so right now with the pandemic, I'm kind of on the fence about religions. Um, just really trying to sort that out and see what that looks like. But in the meantime, I have embraced that I am loving awareness. And in that, I have been able to grow and develop in ways that was only dreamed of at one time. And so um, knowing that when I would meet these different groups, because I was with a nonprofit, I would get to get a chance to discuss with them what were their beliefs and, you know, the disciplines and, you know, certain things that that was able to talk, be talked about and discussed among us. And so I had um, the Mennonites. They were very skilled labor. They were very, very talented. So building a house was nothing for them. And um, with so such mastery, but they were so, they were so disciplined as far as their religious beliefs and the devotions and and how they, you know, felt about women, the patriarch and the matriarch, you know, how they didn't work alongside women. So I would have to separate the volunteers, especially if they were women in the other groups. And um, I met some uh, Quakers. They're very silent in, in their reading, uh, uh, in their devotions. They, they keep to themselves a lot. And but as far as the Mennonites, it's like the little teenagers. It's June, it's in the summertime, and they decide they want to listen to good music. And then I hear Christmas music. And it's like, okay, this is interesting, but I'm not trying to take that away from anybody because when the volunteers would come, I had to always be mindful that it was from a peaceful space. It was from it was heartfelt because people volunteering, we must be mindful that it's coming from the heart and our heart is our throne. So who am I to pull someone off of their throne if they are choosing to volunteer? So, you know, I tried to make as many um, arrangements as possible with my project managers to get the people in that wanted to volunteer, which was the spring break, the summer, or the fall break. And a lot of these people came from all over the world. I mean, Danish and everything else. I mean, you just name it. So I learned a lot from this experience in that part, of, in that life. And so um, there was one group. It wasn't a church or it wasn't a religion. It was just some young teenagers who decided to use their spring break to come build houses. And this little one little boy, he was a goth. He had the black makeup on and a, the dark hair and the dark lipsticks 
I mean, um, lipstick and the nail polish and just really, but he was very distant. He was very aloof and really in some ways, if I was judging him, I would have said that he was being rebellious, but I know that deeper when there's a identity crisis like that, there's a personal crisis that's at the core of whatever is going on. And so, you know, I just went that Monday when I went out to, you know, congratulate the volunteers and stuff. You know, I, I brought him inside. I said, come on, let's go inside. And we went inside and I gave him uh, the stick to put the roller on so that he could paint the ceiling. And I said, now you take, put that in a paint, and then start making the letter M on the ceiling. And when he made his first M with that paint, I could see something was changing in him. He was, he had made some type of agreement where he was aligning himself, for, he was aligning himself for the assignment. He was now aligned for the assignment. So, all you know, because people that deal with challenges like Asperger's or stuff, they do a lot of stuff by rote. And so I realized that I had to give him stuff to do by rote without him telling me, but I knew it was something deeper. So he, you know, he just kept M, M, and I mean, really did a great job of painting those M's on the ceiling, and he painted those whole ceilings. And so that Friday, my my, because that was a Monday or Tuesday, so that Friday my project manager was like, I think you need to come out to the site. So I went out to the site, and um, he had painted almost every one of those rooms' ceilings. And he was not in black with the black clothes, with the black paint, uh, lipstick and the eyeliner. Hair was calm, combed professionally, you know, brushed and not sticking up and all wild and weird. And all, you know, much to his surprise, because he gave up the fear of being judged when he made that first M on that ceiling. And what he realized was he wasn't being judged. He wasn't being bullied. His, his peers celebrated with him. That's what he found out. And he just wanted me to wanted to tell me thank you for giving him that assignment, but he really did it himself, and that's what I needed to let him know. You did it yourself. I just played a little small role in it, but look what you did. You know, look at what you did, and it was really, really a, a nice thing. So I said that to say we write our own story. A lot of people don't realize that, but we write our, our own story, good, bad, or the ugly. We do that. It was not about blame. See, sometimes we'll say, oh, I hate this person because they put too much pressure on me. But in actuality, you're saying, I hate myself because I put pressure on myself. And then you have to figure out, what are you doing? Are you stressing about things that's not to be stressed about? Are you 
trying to be trying to best everybody? What are you trying to do that you're putting pressure on your own self? You're putting pressure on your own self. And you're angry with your own self. And then you have to find a way to navigate through that and realize I'm writing my own story. That is the gift that we all get when we come here. It's just the choices that we make that may not be the best choices. And then we have to live with the consequences. That's where it gets tricky. Because a lot of people don't want to live the consequences of the seeds that they have planted. So, I would like to close with saying, we write our own story. And if you want to know more about her, go to Grammarly Depot, G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y-D-E-P-O-T dot com. Namaste.